I'm Jane. <laughs> I get to every time. Hi, I'm Jane Madison Scott, the writer, producer, and creator of Small Victories. And today, like all days, is a wonderful day, but it's a little more wonderful than the other days because we have Virginia Wilson in the house. Hey, Virginia, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad. So, before we get into all of that, just tell the people. Well, tell the people two things, but this first thing, who are you? Like, what makes you tick as a person? What's your continence? You know, that sort of stuff. Okay, um, so I would describe myself as an intense introvert. I... <laughs> this, is real, this is how we all step outside the comfort zone. For them right? today, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I, I need my alone time. I, that's how I do my best thinking. Um, but once I'm recharged, I really like to connect with people one-on-one and, like, really share. Uh, so that's that's me. <laughs> get su- I like to get super real. Um, but I also, I've always been really excited and fascinated by writing and stories. Um, and I love how transformative they can be. And so that's um, been one of the most gratifying things about working on Small Victories is we've heard from so many people how much it's resonated with them. Um, and that has, I've just loved being part of something that has connected with people. Mm, me too. It yeah. actually is really, it's really uh, shocking because like, you know, we write it and it's fun and everything. And then like people are like talk to you and be like, yeah, this really connected with me. And it reminds me a lot of my situation. It's like, whoa, I didn't know. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's one of the best things about it. Okay. And so you kind of, you kind of tiptoed into it, but just to clarify, what exact, what role exactly do you serve to the production? So my title is supervising producer. So- yeah, it is. <laughs> It's sort of like a catch-all creative collaborator is the best way to describe it, I think. I have my hand a little bit in everything. So um, do you want to hear what I do? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So so I I involved really um, from the start, once, once you have the draft, I'm one of the early readers. I'm giving feedback on stuff like character arc and pacing and plot. Um, I listen to the auditions, I weigh in on casting, do some scheduling, I attend all the rehearsals and recording sessions, I take notes, give feedback um, on the various takes and maybe what scenes might need need more direction, occasionally suggest a line rewrite. Um, Let's see, I listen to, oh, I listen to all the rough cuts of the audio, like um, that is really fascinating too, because, um, I get to give feedback on sound design and then listen as the episode progresses. So I'll often listen to an episode up to three times to see how those sound edits go. So a little bit of everything. Oh, and I got to proofread Marisol's cookbook, which was amazing. Yeah. It was yeah, so much fun for the, um, one of the fundraisers. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun too, because like, the way that the way the cookbook ended up being, which is like Marisol sort of talk like talking to the audience through the cookbook, sort of like replicating the world breaking that she does in the show, really was like your idea. And then like you gave it to me and I just ran with it. And like that really wouldn't have happened without you. So yeah, kudos to you it for that. It was man. it was so fun and you did such a good job. Oh, thank you very much. All right. So this is now your second year on the Small Victories team. So you know we're a little into it. But I wanna know, because I don't think I've ever really asked how did you, like, when you first were approached with the project, when you first saw it, like, what made you connect with it? What were your initial thoughts and things? So initially, I, I really loved the writing. It was just, the dialogue was so real, and it was funny, even though the subject matter was so heavy. So it was really, the writing is what took me in first. But 
also, and related to that, was the character Marisol. She was just, and she is so flawed and lovable, and I related to her, even though I don't have any, I have some overlap, but not, like, there. our personal details are so different, and Mm -hmm. yet I still really related, and I rooted for her, so I really wanted to help tell her story, and also I just wanted to see what was going to happen to make sure she was going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) So... Was Marisol, is, is Marisol your favorite character? Oh, yeah. Is she still your favorite character after season two? Ah, <sighs> uh, man, that's, I think so. <laughs> there, there, I mean, there are so many good characters, but yes, I think she's still my favorite. Okay, okay. You know, when we interviewed Yodit, she said Marisol was her favorite character in season one, but she said after season two, Nina became her favorite character. Oh, so. man, I could see that. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it too. All right, so how would you describe season two in five words? Oh, in five words. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, ratcheting up pressure <laughs> a lot. A lot? It, don't have to, it didn't have to make sense. I could have just been five random words. But ratcheting up pressure a lot is a good one because it is very accurate. It's a very accurate statement. Um, I feel like it just took, I mean... There's so much like she has all the season one (laughs) stuff, but then there's more and more and more. And then she just she's doing it alone. Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) So ratcheting it up a lot. Yeah, I could. I see it. Um, How do you describe it in five words? Am I allowed to ask you questions in this interview? Yeah, you totally. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. How how would I describe season two in five words? Um, Intense. Fun. Uh, jerking, uh, intimate, spectacular. That's it. It's intimate and spectacular as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, so those, that's season two in five words. When season one ended, like, where did you expect season two to go? Well, I mean, I hoped she'd still be alive, but I well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> sure. I mean, until the rest. Yeah, yeah. Um I would say it's hard for me to answer that question because I don't want to give away anything. Okay, so when season 1 ended, I expect to hear I expected to hear a lot about Aaron in season 2. Mm, mm-hmm. So, I will say in the first draft of season two, Aaron was not in it at all. <laughs> and I I was up in arms about that. Because <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine not finding out what happened to Aaron after that ending of season one. So mm. I just, oh, I couldn't, I want to know, was he in jail? Is Maris ever going to see him again? What, what <laughs> happened? Like, that was, that was a big one for me. Okay, okay. Um... Now, you kind of mentioned this earlier, um, but I'm curious again, because like, you give great notes. You do really well with the pacing and the plot and everything. And like you, like you mentioned earlier, uh, you, know, like, you have some overlap with Marisol, but you don't have like, a lot like, with all the personal details and stuff. I know personally that even though I have like, some light overlap with Marisol as a person, I had to do a lot of research, um, like a lot of research, I was, you know, trolling the drug message boards and and reading books and like uh, like doing a lot of that stuff. 
um, just so like I could get like a better headspace so it's authentic since I didn't have like actually lived experience. So what kind of research do you do um, to, you know, give good notes and like be a good supervising producer on this production? So I remember specifically searching researching a lot about stab wounds and like <laughs> what I mean that was a wild ride of like <laughs> where do you go for that information you know and so just so I definitely read a lot about stab wounds how to recover from them um I but I also often have to look up slang look up mm-hmm. word pronunciation that's fair, um that's fair. I have to give like so I can give heads up if for an actor, but also to listen during the recording to make sure things are said correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but another big one, I, I'm always sort of researching just like for this project, but in general, good writing and interesting storytelling. So um, I watched a particular masterclass on suspense mm-hmm. that definitely informed a lot of the notes um, that I gave, like how to keep that pacing fast, how to end on a cliffhanger, Um, so a lot of my specific feedback for season two came from that masterclass. Mm. Ooh, that's going to lead to a fun question. Okay. So a little peek for the audience. One big discussion that like has existed since season one and has continued into season two is like this sort of discussion that we three, me, Nathan and Virginia have about the balance between character and like the balance between plot and pacing. I myself being a self-indulgent little writer am so in love with like long winding monologues that go absolutely nowhere. (laughs) But boy, do the characters talk during them. And then like Nathan being someone like who enjoys like listening and watching this stuff is very much in the vein of like, I would like the plot to progress. Please let it progress. And so like Virginia often gets to be like the deciding vote on like how the story is going to go. But like personally, Virginia, like what do you feel is not necessarily more important, but what do you lean more towards since you yourself are a writer? Like, do you like the, like those like kind of directionless, but like directionless character moments or like more of the super plot heavy focus, like with the characters, you know, sprinkled in sort of thing? I definitely don't want to listen to a meandering monologue that goes (laughs) nowhere. Um, like it has to be doing something new. I ha it can't just be repeating a thing we already know. It has to be revealing something. It can be just revealing character, but it has to be revealing something new and pushing things forward. Mm. Um, otherwise I, as an audience member, my attention starts to, to wander. Yeah. So that's I how guess, it goes. yeah, I get it though. I get it. It's so fun. No, it, it, but it has to also time. be fun to listen to. <laughs> yes, it does. And that's the balance. You just kind of peak audience. You got to peek into what the, the writing room is like. Um, all right. So, oh, here's a question. So from like the very first scripts, like the very first round of drafts you, drafts you got for season two to the final drafts that we ended up recording with the cast and everything, what are some things that you're most surprised changed and what changes were you happiest about? So the Aaron change was a surprise because not only was I surprised he wasn't in season two, but I was surprised you put him in Mm. and I was delighted and it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. Um, What else? So am I allowed to talk about Danny? Yeah, please. Somebody has to. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Danny. So Danny was in season one and got cut. And yep. then Danny was in season two and got cut. So I don't they know were, if Danny, is Danny coming in season three? I don't know. Goodness, neither do I. They were my favorite character. They are my favorite character in season one. They were my favorite character in season two. And they never made it. Yeah. 
off of the floor, and that's terrifying to me. <laughs> and I will say, like, I do, I mean, I I think it was the right choice. Yeah, I it really was. do. But it is it sad. Was. It is sad. And it that's just what has to happen sometimes if it's not serving the story. So Yeah. I was really yeah. fine to get them in there too. <laughs> well, and that was another I feel all my surprises are <laughs> when there's disagreement uh-huh. at what at what ends up happening. Because often you will make a change that you were against at one point. So either your mind changes or I don't know, how do you make that decision to, to go against your initial instinct? Well, so that's an interesting question. I suppose a lot of that is because I just genuinely, I really do value collaboration. Like I think that all the work that I'm most proud of is work that was heavily influenced by the notes and interpretations and perceptions of other people. And so, because in some ways, like, right, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm playing God over my writing. Like, I'm not the end-all, be-all, alpha and omega over the story. It's more like it, it, the, the story comes out of me. It's like an amalgamation of a bunch of things that have been absorbed into my consciousness. And when they arrive on the page and in some way, like, the, the first steps into the world, I don't know everything about them. And I, respect and like really appreciate that I don't know everything about them so if somebody else whose opinions I respect like Nathan in Virginia reads the page and it's like you know this isn't this isn't doing something or maybe this could go further this seems like it's actually leading to this then you know like I, I'm totally open to it because I don't know everything about what I wrote I mean like that's the whole that's the fun part of it is discovering the discovering all the nuances in this sort of Rorschach test that I bl- uh, blotted out so yeah like I I accept it because it's like, you guys are right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the the collaborative piece, I mean, I knew this was collaborative, but having gone through season one and now working on season two, I it it is so collaborative, more than I even realized, that mm-hmm. I can't even put my finger on what is the one most important thing that carries the show. You know, like, yes, it's the writing, but it is also the casting and the acting and the directing, mm-hmm. and the sound design. Like, mm-hmm. everything about it, it all has to come together and gel for it to come alive. And, mm-hmm. I, like, the show is as good as it is because all those pieces are good and work together, and there isn't one that's carrying the whole show. Yeah, it's actually really funny you say that because when we were recording, I want to say it was, like, episode three or four, and I was just sitting in the Zoom room. Like, I was just sitting there watching the cast do their thing, and I was just thinking, like, like, this writing is, like, the writing's, I don't believe in false humility. I don't think that's cool. The writing's great. I did a great job. Um, but Agreed. Yeah, but, like, when I'm sitting there, like, watching them and, like, seeing, like, Nathan do it and, like, hearing the things that have changed from when I started, I'm, because, like, you know, like, Yodit might change a line when she says it or Mo might, like, add something in that makes it feel totally different or, like, things like that. And, like, I'll be watching thinking, like, this is so much better than I could have ever, like, made on my own. And, like, that's, I feel like, the great hallmark of, like, any collaborative artist, like, recognizing that that you get to be, like, you get to be a, a part of, like, a really good whole. And I like mm-hmm. being a part of a whole. It's a good time yeah. to be on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being on the team, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. So, so we're winding down to our last two questions. Um, so, Virginia, which episode are you most excited for the audience to hear in season two? Um, I have to say episode seven. If a lot of people said episode seven. A lot of people have said episode seven. Nathan said episode seven. Mo said episode seven. It's a popular one. It's a good one. So that, uh, it's called Old New Borrowed Blue. 
Sure and is. <laughs> it is, oh, it is um, high emotion. Indeed. And um, shit hits the fan. It Correct. Is, it is action packed. Uh, I don't know what else to say without giving spoilers, but it's a doozy. It's like toothpaste. Once it, once the episode comes out, things can never go back to the way they used to be, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say about that. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Um, so, last question, perhaps. How are you going to celebrate the premiere on August 3rd? Oh, so last time when it came out, um, I listened to the entire season, even though I had listened to it so many times already. It was like, it's in the world. So now I'm going to listen to it and imagine other people listening to it. And that was super fun. But then also for weeks afterwards, whenever a family member or a friend would tell me they were listening to it, I would then listen again, (laughs) but imagine them specifically hearing it for the first time. So that's super fun for me. Okay. okay. (laughs) That's how I celebrate. 